Greetings one and all wherever you are in the universe and welcome to the latest episode of an espresso shot of confidence. The podcast that explores all aspects of confidence, challenges taboos and unhelpful narratives and empowers you to be awesome loudly and proudly. It's time to grab a drink and settle in for the next however long this episode is. I'm your host, the master of awesomeness, Ashley Griffiths, and today we are going to talk about finding your voice in marketing, on social media, in life. So to start with, I have a question. Do you like the sound of your own voice? Or how do you feel when you see yourself on camera? When you do a video, when somebody takes a picture of you, how many of you are pulling faces right now? I bet the vast majority of you are, right? And I get it. Wow. I, I know for me personally, I used to hate the idea of being on camera. I hated having my picture taken at school. It used to freak me out. People would make fun of how I looked. I'd be like there smiling. I'd be really self-conscious. I'd be like, oh my God, this is the worst thing ever. It was just horrendous. And that followed me through later on in life. And that's my voice. The fact that I run a podcast and I talk into a microphone on a regular basis is something that never ceases to surprise me considering for many years I would not use a microphone I felt like I was a zombie I hated it I hated how I sounded when I heard my voice play back I was like do I really sound like that and I know that there's many of you out there that feel the same when it comes to creating video content getting on zoom getting on microphone singing all of these things, you, you'll say to yourself, oh, I hate the sound of my own voice. I can't sing. Nobody wants to hear me. I've got a squeaky voice. Yeah, my voice squeaks more than the doors of a haunted house. You hate it. But since the pandemic, everyone kind of got thrown into it, right? You know, before the pandemic, everything was face-to-face. -face. You'd go to the office, you'd do client calls face-to-face. -face. And all of a sudden, Zoom land. Everybody's on Zoom, Teams, whatever, pick your poison. And you got used to seeing your face. And you were like, wait a second, what's going on here? Do I really look, oh my life, look at my hair. Oh, my, my eyebrow, really? You know, it doesn't quite look aligned. The left and the right don't look quite symmetrical. Oh, my life, do I really look like that? And then you'd hear the, the sound played back when you were watching a replay. You'd be like, oh, my life, do I really sound like that? And it's confusing. It's super, super confusing. And the perception of how you sound, how you look, is one of the biggest reasons why so many people do not create content. Don't post the selfies. Don't do videos. Do not put themselves front and center of their marketing of their businesses in 2023. 
some people with the rise of TikTok and other social media platforms have decided to dance outside their comfort zones and put stuff out there. But for many people, it's still a step too far. Because think about it. If you're going into that situation, setting up your camera, you're doing a video and then you're playing it back and you're editing it. And the whole time you're judging yourself. The whole time you're questioning yourself. It makes the whole process very, very, very cringeworthy. And there's a high likelihood, if you've got that level of judgment, that you're just not going to put your content out there. You won't do it because it will just be a step too far for you at this stage. All of that judgment you're putting onto yourself, you'll start reflecting out into the world, thinking that, well, everyone else will feel that way about me. Everyone else is going to judge me because I don't really like my accent or the way I speak or the way I sound on recording. People are going to judge me because my hair. And you put that judgment on yourself and you put that out there. Well, it puts you in a place where you can so easily get triggered. So in this episode, we're going to explore some of the psychological reasons behind why you hate your voice or the way you look on camera. And I'll present some practical solutions for you to get past that so that you can start putting yourself front and center of your business, of your marketing, because ultimately you are the person that's going to be working with your clients. So if you're able to actually start a relationship with them before they ever get on a sales call with you, you've done amazing things. Okay, so let's start with your voice. Now, as I mentioned at the start of the podcast, the first time I heard my voice played back on a microphone, I was like, I sound like a zombie. Honestly, I honestly felt like I was going to just send people to sleep. And I hated it. So I'd avoid the microphone. And the more that I would do that, I relied on projection. And that really had a negative impact on my voice. I'd often lose my voice, which uh, as a teacher was somewhat of a problem. <laughs> but it's what happened. Now, one of the big reasons why this happens, why when you hear your voice played back or you hear it on a microphone or you watch a video and you're like, oh my God, do I sound like that? Do I really? Because it's down to processing. You are processing through a different part of your ear than when you were speaking, having a conversation, when you're talking right now. So like right now, I'm listening to my voice. Now I'm hearing it as a sound internally to me. So it's processing through different parts of my head, bones, tissues inside. The vibrations feel differently. So this is how I believe I sound. 
This is how I sound. This is my voice. So you speak as you believe you sound. But then when you hear your voice play back, that's when the problems start from a perceptual point of view, because you are listening to the sound externally from you. So it causes a disconnect. And how you're hearing the sound externally is how a lot of people will process how you sound when you talk to them, because they're obviously hearing your voice externally to them. Whereas you're hearing it internally. So when you play back, we're flipping that. So you're hearing your voice from outside of you and you're like, well, oh, what's going on here? Because you're using different parts of your ear to process that sound. So it's going to sound different. It's going to cause a disconnect and it's going to confuse you. Now, when your identity is wrapped up in how you believe you sound, and then you hear something that suggests it might sound differently to other people. Yeah. It doesn't feel good that first few times. It feels bloody weird. You know, and this phenomenon really explains this situation. So how many times have you been in a meeting, you met someone for the first time and they ask you where you're from and they have placed you somewhere different? to where you are from and you're like wait a second i don't hear it how the hell did you put two and two together because again you are processing internally whereas they're processing externally and their belief will be influenced by their experience what they've seen what they've heard what they've been exposed to so when you come across someone for the first time you're trying to create a context around who they are because you don't know their history you don't know their background you don't know their life story you ain't got a clue so you're piecing it together with the information that you get so you're hearing things come in and you're like okay so i think that person yeah okay so where does that fit with what i know so for example on friday i met a load of people first time and the f when this one guy spoke the first time i placed him as dutch that wasn't true at all he was from south wales and it wasn't until i heard him speak more and then i started to process that that i was able to pinpoint where he was from fairly accurately i i wasn't sure it was the exact part of the city but i said you're from south wales and he was like yes i am because I'd had that exposure, but at that initial point, didn't get it. So you've got all of this stuff going on. So when you first hear your voice played back, you'll start judging it because you're like, well, do I really sound like that? You'll start questioning your identity. And then the brain, what it does is, is it's trying to protect you all the time. So when you start raising red flags like, oh, do I really sound like that? Do I really sound like that? What are people going to think? Oh, my life. Oh, my life. You've got these stories that are going to stop you from sharing your content. Just stop you doing webinars, live sessions, whatever it is. You're going to stop doing it. You're going to put a block there because you're going to be so focused on how you sound. Which ultimately people don't care about. Well, they do if they can't understand you. 
But generally, a lot of the stories you're saying to yourself is nonsense. Ultimately, they're stories designed to keep you safe, as perverse as that might sound when you're judging yourself. But we're looking for acceptance. This is a basic human trait. It drives so much of what we do as humans. Acceptance. Acceptance is a hangover from when we were in the savannas. Case in point, accents. Honestly, if I had a pound, this is, this is turning into a catchphrase, but if I had a pound for every time I heard somebody say, I'm not going to post a video because of my accent, my life, again, well, I've already been to the Maldives. So after the Maldives, I would be in the Seychelles, drinking cocktails at the bar. Our accents kind of show where we're from and also help us to stand out when we're in different environments. Now, for some people, that's a step too far. That doesn't feel good. I don't want to stand out. I don't want, <laughs> I want people looking at me. So you start directing judgment at yourself. Saying, well, that makes me an outsider. My accent, it's not normal for the environment that I'm in. So, okay. So maybe it's best I just don't share my content because people might judge my accent. And every time I've heard people say that, I've said, okay, so when you got on a Zoom call, when you're working with your clients, when you get on a phone call with people, how many people have said, I can't stand your accent. I hate your accent. I don't understand your accent. How many times have you heard that? And let's just go to the understanding part there or the hate accent part and focus on the clients. So if your clients don't understand you, your clients literally feel like you're scratching your fingers down a blackboard every time you speak. Are they really going to work with you? Of course. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So this is an example of our stories. We're, we're telling ourselves that nobody likes our accent or our accent is a block to communication, that people won't get it. People don't want to hear it. People don't care about it. But that is far from the truth because you've got evidence that that is not true. You work with clients from around the world, from around the country that get your accent that understand what you're saying, they appreciate the work you do for them, and that is what matters. So while you're pouring judgment on yourself about your northern accent, your southern accent, whatever accent you've got, nobody else is thinking about it. Just as long as your message is clear, you don't overdo it with colloquial language from your region, when you do that, because people, especially if you're targeting a international audience or an audience that has got no familiarity with certain expressions or slangs or turns of phrase. You're going to be all good. And just one note about those turns of phrase. That there is a social media post. And it's a great way to show your personality let people know about where you're from, your heritage, the part of the world you're from, and some of the quirks of the language, because you could just do a post about 
whatever it is. This is what this is how we say this in this cut. This is how we say this in this part. This is how we say this in this part of the world. It's a great, great, great educational post, which again would start conversations and really drive engagement on your content. So use your accent as a strength that it is, because your accent is a fundamental part of you. Same with your voice. Your voice is a fundamental part of who you are, what you do, and how you deliver your messages. So it's all about honoring that. Be grateful for it. Accept it. Embrace it. And ignore those echoes from the past that are driving some of these stories. That kid in your class when you were five that said you had a squeaky voice. That old boss that said you were too quiet. That person you met once in a pub one night and said, sorry, I don't get it. When it wasn't your accent, it was actually the fact that the music was about 27 decibels too high. Own your voice. Embrace your voice. Be grateful for it. And it will help you convey your messages to the world. Right. So that's the voice. Now let's get to the look. So now I've been to the Maldives. I've been to the Seychelles. So if I had a pound for every time somebody said they don't like how they look on video, in a picture, on camera, well, I'd probably own the Seychelles and the Maldives all together. (laughs) I'd have enough money to buy it all. I'd own all the resorts. Never have to work again. Just become a quirky hermit living under the sea or something. One of the big reasons from the psychological point of view that people don't like how they look is because they get super, super, super judgy. So let's dive into the psychological aspect of this. So there's a couple of things that go on. So there's a concept called mere exposure effect. Now, I'm not even going to try and pronounce the guy who who put this out there all those years ago. But what this means is you are used to seeing yourself in certain ways. Much like your voice, you perceive yourself in a certain way. So say, for example, you see yourself in the mirror every single day. You're used to that. You see it multiple times during the day as you're washing your hands, as you're brushing your teeth, as you're doing your hair. You see you and how you perceive yourself to be. Now, the moment you flip that on its head and put yourself on a camera, And you watch the playback of that video, you're like, oh, wait a second. Wow. I've got like five freckles on that cheek. Oh, my God. I've only got four four freckles on the other cheek. That's Oh, my God. That creates a massive imbalance. What are people going to think? Oh, my life. I can't believe it. Oh, oh, I need a haircut. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My hair's a bit all over the place and my, my eyebrows are not quite aligned. And. Oh, my life. Look at that. Look at the size of my nose. I never realized it was that big. 
So immediately you start picking fault because you're seeing things differently. You're seeing yourself from a different angle and that causes confusion. So you're starting from that point where you're judging it and you're questioning stuff. And then you're thinking about putting a video out there. Now, remember, your brain is there to protect you and keep you safe. And what do you think happens next? Woo, 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 woo. Warning, warning, warning. Well, what will people think? Oh, people are going to think I've got a big nose or I'm scruffy or I'm a messy person or oh, I didn't have the time to do my eyebrows properly. So that means I'm disorganized and can't do my job. Been there? I know I have. The stories that go on from that point, oh, my life. So then in that situation, you start looking at fault and you'll start thinking that people are going to think negative about you. Confirmation bias starts kicking in. So you start going, oh, yes, I do have a big nose. Yes, I am scruffy. Oh, my God, I can't believe I actually wanted to wear that dress. Oh, my God, it makes me look terrible. Oh, my God, white. Oh, dearie me, I need to brush my teeth more. And you start, 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 start picking fault. So as a result of that, what happens next? Well, the video doesn't go out there. The live doesn't go out. That video course doesn't go out because you were too busy judging yourself. You have, you've created so much friction, so much tension. It feels crap. So you're not going to put the video out. Why are you going to do that to yourself? Why are you going to expose yourself to that where people are going to look at the video and say, oh, my God, look at the state of that. How, who the hell do they think they are putting a video out like they've just got out of bed? Even though you're dressed up really well and your makeup's great and your hair's amazing and you're looking fantastic. You're going to think, nah, 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 people are going to judge me. They're going to think I'm useless, no good at my job. And then you throw in comparisonitis. So you're sat there, you're feeling pretty crap as it is. You're like thinking you've recorded that video. You've judged yourself. You felt that, oh, my God, this video. Yep, yep. Oh, God, I look terrible. I ain't putting that video out. And then you go onto social media. And you start scrolling up and down. And you're like, oh, my God, look at her. She's beautiful. Oh, that guy looks really handsome. Oh, my God, that person's really popular. Oh, they're younger than me. Oh, they're thinner than me. Oh, they're fatter than me. Oh, they're taller than me. Oh, would you listen to that voice? Oh, my life. It's like ambrosia. That voice. Oh, my life. Now you're in trouble. Because you've literally put yourself into a feedback loop. Where you're going to question how you look, how you sound. And it's going to create so much friction. And that friction is going to stop you from doing your videos, putting your content out there, getting your headshots for your business, putting new images on your website, showing up online, doing that live you've been talking about for ages, because it's just going to feel horrible. Because you feel that like, 
because you've created this story and you're like, oh, no, no, God. And why would you? You know, it, why would you expose yourself to that if you were saying that this is going to happen and you're going into it with that level of judgment? Because even if you did show up, your body language is going to be so negative, so defensive. The confirmation bias is just going to kick in when you watch that video back. You're going to, oh, my life, look at the state, because it doesn't feel good. You're not giving yourself love. You're not embracing what is great about you. Now, let me just address comparisonitis for a second and judgment. When it comes to putting content out. Trust me with this. I have said it so many times on my social media content. I've said it so many times on this podcast. I've said it so many times when I've done training sessions. Your message is the most important thing. That is what people are looking for. They're looking to find a solution to whatever problem they've got right now. And they want to know if you've got that. They are not judging you on your accent. They are not judging you on your freckles. Don't believe me? How many successful clients have you had? How many times have you been invited to go on a podcast to do a showcase at a networking event, to talk to a private group? How many of those at the end when they gave the feedback of the session or did a review or a testimonial said, yeah, fantastic session, brilliant knowledge, but yeah, didn't really like the freckles and her teeth were slightly out of alignment. I rest my case, Your Honor, because it's not important. You know, when, when it comes to your look and everything, you know what looks good on you. You know your style. For me, you're never going to see me wearing a whistle and flute. Sorry, a suit. There we go. Colloquialisms, Cockney rhyming slang for, for suit. But that's another conversation for another day. You won't see me doing that because it's just not me. And it took me ages to discover what was me, what was my style. So embrace yours. Embrace how you look. Honor that. Be grateful for it. Be grateful for your voice. Because it's so powerful. It's so amazing. Your voice. It can take people on a journey. It gives them information that they need. The way that you embody that information and share that with confidence and passion draws people in. And those are the things that people care about. Those are the things that make a difference. The message, the story, the delivery. By someone who is passionate about it, is driving it with personality and passion. Those are the things that people care about. Your voice has the power to connect, build rapport, and to bring ideas out from your head into the world 
give food for thought. Challenge other people's narratives. Challenge taboos. And literally, literally change someone's lives. Because that's what you do. With the work that you do. When you're with your friends and your family. Every time you open your mouth and you share your knowledge. That's the ability to change the way someone sees the world. Sees themselves. Does their job. Goes about their relationships. Feels about themselves. Feels amazing, right? So as promised. Here's a few tips that you can apply today to help you with your perception of how you look and how you sound when it comes to recording videos, showing up online, doing Zoom meetings, whatever it is that you need to do. Number one, focus on the positives. What do people like about working with you? What do they like about your personality? Make a list and read that every time before you press that record button. Feel that energy. Feel that positivity. Because those are the things that mean a huge amount to the people around you. That light them up. That lift them up. That enable them to do whatever it is that you do in your work be it in your coaching, in your teaching, it enables them to move forwards in their life. So let your energy lift you up. Number two, focus on value. Think about the information you really want to share with your audience and how it will make them feel when they receive it. Remember I said earlier on about the power you have to change the world. So picture how they look and how they feel when they receive that information, when they get it. When the light bulbs go off and they're like, bing, oh my life, I never thought about that. Oh my God, I really needed to see that today. Oh, you, it's as if you read my mind. See them, see how they're reacting, the relief, the excitement, the energy. Again, bring that into the room before you press record and let that power your message through. Number three, and this is something I call one take and done. So when it comes to videos, if you are, when it comes to videos in particular, Treat it as if you are live. Set a timer. Know exactly who you're talking to, what you want to achieve, and lean into your passion and personality as you deliver that. Press record, talk, have someone in mind as you're talking. Talk, share what you've got to say. Finish, press the stop button. Add captions. Post where it needs to go. Done. Bye-bye overthinking. Bye-bye judgment. It's out in the world. It's done now. Sorted. Don't have to listen to your voice. Don't have to see yourself. It's gone. It's out. It's doing what it needs to do. 
and you're going to get evidence as it comes back at you saying, oh my God, I needed to hear that. Oh, thank you for sharing that. Great video. That was amazing because that's the important thing. That's the thing that makes a difference to your audience, your message. Number four, be your best friend. So if you were supporting a friend to record a video, to do a live, they were preparing for an interview, a public speaking engagement, what would you do? What would you say to them? How would you act? Would you let them beat themselves up? To talk to themselves badly? Would you talk to them badly? Would you criticize them? Would you kick them while they were down? No, you would extend kindness towards them. You'd be supportive, patient, lifting them up. So extend that kindness to yourself. Be your best friend, your inner cheerleader. Know you're doing an amazing thing. Press that record button. And number five, if it gets too much, if you feel you just can't do it, you can't get your words out, you're struggling to, oh, you're taking so many takes. You're like, oh, my voice, this, and oh, my, oh, it's all terrible, and I can't do it. And you're judging yourself. Ask for help. Get a friend in, a colleague. Even maybe go down the coaching route, get a coach that can help you with whatever it is, videos, public speaking, interviews, whatever it is that you're going to be going outside of your comfort zone and talking and you've got to hear your voice and you're going to see yourself on camera and all of that. Get somebody to help you with that, to prepare, to ask you those questions, to give you that support that's going to lift you up. And you do all of that. And in no time, you're going to have so much feedback coming back at you that's going to quiet those mind monkeys that say all those terrible things about your voice, your accent, how you look. And you're going to see the reality of the situation. And the reality is people want to hear you, they want to see you, and they need to hear the message that you share. And that brings us nicely to today's espresso shot of confidence. For you, the awesome listeners. And I'm going to quote Oprah Winfrey here. And she said this, finding your voice means finding the courage to express who you truly are. And it does take courage. It takes vulnerability. It takes action. It takes courage to get past those doubts, those fears, that perception of your identity that gets challenged when you see yourself on camera for the first time or hear your voice. It takes courage to put a video out there to go live, to put yourself front and center of your marketing, to do public speaking. It takes courage. And I thank you for having that courage. 
every single time you show up because you're doing an amazing thing for the world and for yourself. Because every time you show up, every time you dance outside of your comfort zone, you are building up evidence that shows that your message is powerful, that your voice is powerful. Thank you. And on that note, it's time to ride off into the sunset. Please subscribe, whether you're listening or watching this, for notifications of future episodes. So thank you very much for listening. And as always, don't forget to be awesome.